0: What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movies, book smart. And Dolomite is my name. Let's start with Booksmart, a film directed by Olivia Wilde, starring Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein. Here's a quick synopsis of the movie Booksmart. Two best friends, Molly and Amy, who are obsessed with school and being successful, realize that their lazy classmates have gotten into college while also having fun, and Molly and Amy decide to party for the first time ever. First off, the performances in this movie are awesome. Caitlin Deaver is always interesting on screen. See the movie Short Term 12, if you don't know what I'm saying, because what small role she has in that movie that also has Brie Larson and John Gallagher, I mean, she has some scene-stealing moments in the movie Short Term 12, and in Booksmart she takes the lead role, and she just crushes every single scene. She's in almost every scene in the movie. I think she's really more of the lead character than Beanie Feldstein's character. She is so interesting I think she's one of the best up and coming actresses we've got working today I mean she was in that sitcom last man standing with Tim Allen but there's another famous actress who got her start in a sitcom Jennifer Lawrence in the Bill and Vall show and yes I think there is a chance Caitlyn Deaver becomes as big and as successful as Jennifer Lawrence and that I hold her in high regards at this moment her performance in this movie and the movie short term 12 are fantastic Phenomenal. She is a phenomenal up-and-coming actress. Then in this movie, you have the more well-known Beanie Feldstein, who has crushed it in movies like *Neighbor 2* and *Lady Bird*, and now *Booksmart*. And I think the best thing I can say about Beanie Feldstein is she has chemistry portraying being the best friend of her co-stars. In in Neighbors 2, she plays the best friend of Chloe Mortez. She has dynamic chemistry. In Lady Bird, she has out-of-this-world chemistry with Sir, Sir Ronan. And now in Booksmart, she has an insane amount of chemistry with Caitlin Deaver. I think that's an underrated aspect of being an actor, having chemistry with your co-stars. Duos in movie matters. The reason why Good Will Hunting is one of the best movies ever is not because of the Plot. It's not because it's a great script. It's because Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have insane chemistry. And like them, Beanie Feldstein is able to have chemistry with her co stars to make her movies this good. That's what I think is the underrated aspect of Beanie Feldstein. The fact that she can have chemistry with so many different actresses is, I think, her special quality. I think some people have unfairly criticized her for just playing the best friend of people in movies, like, oh, this is another Lady Bird type movie. I've heard that criticism. That's insane to me. I think that's her special quality, being able to portray Saoirse Ronan's friend while also being Caitlyn Deaver's friend. She's, a, she's an actress. She can. The fact that she can have chemistry with both is her unique ability and even if that's all she is doing, all three of those movies where she's just playing the best friend, she's phenomenal in Neighbors Book Booksmart, and Lady Bird. Those are all great movies. Why would she say no to being in those movies just because she's going to play the best friend? I think she's going to get her real chance to become a star in the Monica Lewinsky FX television series she's doing. If she crushes that role out of the park, I think Beanie Feldstein will become more of a household name than she already is. I think if I were going to summarize the thing I like most this year in movies, it is dynamic duos. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you had Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. In The Dead Don't Die, you get Bill Murray and Adam Driver. And in this, Booksmart, you get Kalen Deaver and Beanie Feldstein. This is the year of dynamic duos in movies. And I think it's what I like most about movies this year. Because when you get a good chemistry between two phenomenal actors and actresses you get a fantastic movie. And that's what Booksmart is. And that's what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is. And that's what The Dead Don't Die is. Get a dynamic duo and you'll get a fantastic movie. Thinking a movie like this, it's hard to develop secondary characters. But this movie does it perfectly. Great performances by Billy Lord, Diana Silvers, and Skyler, Jacondo. They're all great in scene-stealing roles. They all get their moments. They're all really funny. I think Olivia Wilde did a wonderful job of showing female friendship, and there's an animated sequence in this movie that I think is the best part of this movie. It's hilarious. Again, you don't see it coming. It's real filmmaking happening here, and I think Olivia Wilde did a great job directing this movie. I mean, she's known for being an actor, actress in movies like Drinking Buddies. She was in... The Tron movie, Tron Legacy, which is really bad. Cowboys and Aliens, which I really liked but she's making that next step towards director and I think she does a phenomenal job. Also two of my favorite comedians ever make cameos in this movie Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte. They are both phenomenally funny and they both have hilarious scenes in this movie particularly the scene where Jason Sudeikis is driving their two characters to a party. It is one of the funniest scenes in movies this year and Will Forte has a really funny moment as Kate and Deaver's father as he is disappointed by her going out and not spending the evening with her parents it too is a really funny scene and just to see these guys on screen again being funny I mean there's been a little bit of a time a gap between Jason is being funny in movies and you know, Will Forte ever since the show ended on Fox you haven't really seen a lot of them to see these two people be funny again I thought that added to the movie I want to talk about the comparison to Superbad because I think it's lazy. We just see two friends and we think that it's super bad. We see two high schoolers having one wild night and we think it's super bad. I don't think this movie is super bad at all. I think it's a female friendship movie. I think it's very different than Superbad. But there is one comparison I can make to Superbad. The argument between the friends seems really similar to the argument they're having in super bad okay so the argument in super bad is that evan is going to room roommate is going to be the roommate of fogel in the movie when he goes off to college and of course seth's character is not going off to that college there's an instance and he's hiding it throughout the movie until the climax that's when seth realizes that guess what evan is rooming with fogel there's a similar moment in book smart where Beanie Feldstein's character realizes that Caitlin Dever's character is going away and she will not be going with her. I think that is the only real comparison you can make to that movie is that the argument between friends is really, really similar. And you can't deny that they are similar and that there is a correlation between the arguments between the friends. But other than that, I think the style is different, the humor is different, the performances are different, and the dynamic between the friends are very, very different. For instance, I think in Superbad, it's about Evan and Seth realizing that their friendship is special, and I think in Booksmart, Molly and Amy already knew they had a special friendship. Where in Superbad, Evan and Seth will not admit that their friendship means a lot to each other, and they can't put that in into words. I think that's the big difference here. Molly and Amy are we already know how special their friendship is, how unique it is, and Seth and Evan and Superbad are in denial of that until the very end. The last thing I'll say about Booksmart is it is one of the best movies of 2019. A great directorial debut by Olivia Wilde. And a great performance by Kalen Deaver and Beanie Feldstein gives a heartfelt performance as well. This is one of the best movies of 2019 and I hope it gets some recognition at the award shows. But you should definitely check out, book smart. Now let's switch gears and talk about Dolomite is my name starring Eddie Murphy. Here's a quick synopsis of the movie. A failed musician, Rudy Ray Moore, develops a comedic persona to pursue a career in stand up comedy and uses that persona to make a movie. At the top, the thing I like most about Dolomite is my name is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is at his best and is able to be hilarious and warm as the character at the same time, it's great that a comedy legend like Eddie Murphy is showing respect to someone else's work. It's a career-defining performance from Eddie Murphy. He's back to being funny. He's back to being the guy from 48 Hours to Beverly Hills Cop to Trading Places to Coming to America. He's just back to being funny, Eddie Murphy. And the thing I liked about it the most... Is that he only played one character. I think the best Eddie Murphy movies are when he's just kind of being himself. When he's just... I know Coming to America is a really good film. But most of the other times, I think it's silly when he plays eight parts in a movie. I don't need that. I just want Eddie Murphy. And I think this movie gave you Eddie Murphy. And I hope moving forward, we get more of Eddie Murphy. I mean, it's been about a decade since we've seen a successful Eddie Murphy motion picture. And now it's being rumored that he's going to make his return to stand-up comedy, which I'm all for. I think this was an interesting path to make his career comeback happened. I think this was the right choice to play a character in Dolomite Is My Name, to be in something of quality, because that's the Eddie Murphy thing that he just doesn't always get right. He just puts himself in these things. I think he wants to be in something funny. I think this is both funny and dramatic at the same time. It's also just so great that he comes back and shows that he still has it, because so many people were probably doubting that he can still be the Eddie Murphy of old. I remember on the SNL fortieth, when he refused to be funny. Eddie Murphy, just be funny and things will work out. That should be the moral of the story. Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy for a reason. We never should have doubted him in the first place. It was ridiculous to doubt one of the greatest comedians of all time, Eddie Murphy. There are other great performances in this movie as well, particularly Wesley Snipes and Keegan Michael Key. First with Wesley Snipes, it's also a bit of a comeback for him. He's been in movies since his return from prison, but this is the best performance he's been in in quite a long time and probably the most relevant movie he's been in since the Blade movies. I I really liked Wesley Snipes. It was like 45 minutes in this movie and then he appears and kind of takes it over and Keegan-Michael Key has had quite a year in movies too he was in the Lion King movie as one of the hyenas and now with Dolomite is my name he's been in some of the biggest movies this year and the best scenes in this movie are with Eddie Murphy's Dolomite with Keegan-Michael Key's and Wesley Snipes character the three of them arguing with each other are the best scenes in the movie it's just great to see Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes make their comebacks together, I think it adds to the movies, because I grew up loving me some Wesley Snipes in Major League, and White Man Can't Jump, and to see Wesley Snipes back, it's something I'm definitely rooting for. I hope there's a chance he gets an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. I mean, what he does in this movie is just nuts. Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, and Cody Smith McPhee also have supporting roles in Dolomite Is My Name, You'll know Craig Robinson from the Seth Rogen movies like This is the End and Pineapple Express. Mike Epps from the Friday movies and the Hangover movies. And Cody Smith-McPhee from the western movie Slow West. And the X-Men First Class series of movies. He plays Nightcrawler. They're all really good in this movie. Craig Robinson is a songwriter. Mike Epps is like Dolomite's best friend. And Cody Smith-McPhee plays like the DP in their movie. He had a really interesting role i didn't know he was the one guy i didn't know was in the movie and then when i saw him i was just happy i mean the last thing he was he was in was the phoenix movie x-men phoenix x-men dark phoenix which was a really bad movie so it was just good to see him in a really good movie again all three of those guys are just really tremendous in the small roles they get in this movie The director of Dolomite, my name is Craig Brewer and I think he makes you question what is success. Although Dolomite wasn't critically acclaimed as a comedian, he was beloved by many and I think that's the lesson of this movie is that critics can say something is bad but if hundreds upon hundreds of people enjoy your work, doesn't that mean something? There's a moment in a car where they're going to the premiere of Dolomite's movie and all the characters read bad reviews, and then they start to question what was the point of of the movie. And then they start to think to themselves, well, we actually did something. That's what makes it worth it. I think that's a powerful moment in movies. I think that was a powerful moment to question that. Because a critic really does have the power to write something negative and make you question why on earth did you just spend all that time doing something? And I don't think that should be the point of doing something. And that movie, I think that's a really good lesson. And Dolomite, at the end, realizes he's just going to be himself the entire time. He doesn't care what anyone else thinks. I think that's a powerful message for a movie to have. I also think there's something just great about movies, about the making of movies. You have movies like Ed Wood, Disaster Artist, and now Dolomite is My Name, All show the struggle of filmmaking. And all three of those films about struggling filmmakers get all-time great performances. Johnny Depp and Ed Wood is one of his best performances ever. James Franco in The Disaster Artist, it's one of his best performances ever, and now you get Eddie Murphy and Dolomite Is My Name. It is undoubtedly one of his best performances ever. There's just something about it that's interesting about these characters. Yes, they are great actors, but the way they are portraying struggling filmmakers... You get all-time great performances from some of the all-time great talents. And all three of those characters have something in common... Tommy Wiseau, Ed Wood, Dolomite, they all had confidence in themselves and what they were doing. Yes, maybe their work wasn't high quality, but the belief in themselves, I think, is something all three of these movies have in commonality. I think it's why there's some of the best movies made the last 25 years are these free movies. I mean, Tim Burns, Ed Wood, watch that movie. It is so good. Martin... Martin Landau has a great role in that movie. He, of course, wins the Oscar. The Disaster Artist gets some great performances from James Franco, Dave Franco, Seth Rogen. I mean, just the movie about making movies. That's what this has. Dolomite My Name gets some great performances, but I also think the message of the movie is what matters most. All three of these movies, critics say this is bad, but all three of those people continue to have belief in themselves and moving forward and making movies. And I think that's what it's about. Being creative isn't about being critically successful. It's about feeling good about what you're doing. Dolomite felt good about making stand-up comedy and making people laugh and making a movie that makes people laugh. He didn't care about critics until critics dissed him. That's what's special about the movie. Most people do it the opposite. He didn't care about critics until he read a bad Review, and that's what the celebrity culture is like right now. A Rotten Tomatoes score can make people feel bad about a movie they just made, but then they're still going to keep making movies. I think it's easy to see how Eddie Murphy could relate to somebody like Dolomite. Yes, at first Eddie Murphy started to make critically acclaimed movies like Trading Places, 48 Hours, but then he started to be in sillier and sillier movies like Dr. Doolittle and he just wanted to make people laugh and then all of a sudden he was critically panned for movies like dave for movies like pluto nash for movies like boomerang which by the way i like boomerang but he wasn't the same guy and he kind of went away from show business for a while after his oscar nomination in dream girls he made norbit (laughs) like he kind of was saying i don't care about the critics but then wasn't it the critics that kind of made Eddie murphy go away i guess we'll never really know the answer to that. But I think you can see some commonalities between Eddie Murphy and, and Dolomite. Even though Eddie Murphy started off being a critical darling, he morphed into somebody more like Dolomite, just trying to make people laugh. That's what this is about. Being critically applauded isn't always the best thing. I said this was the movie year of duos. It's also the movie year of comebacks. Eddie Murphy, Renee Zellweger, Wesley Snipes, all the big names. Hollywood loves a comeback and that's why Eddie Murphy is going to be in the awards race because people want to see Eddie Murphy. It wasn't that we didn't like Eddie Murphy. We just didn't like the movies Eddie Murphy was choosing to make and now that he's back we're going to reward him for being in a good movie the same way Renal Zewa Zellweger was gone for a while. Now that she's in a pretty decent movie, from what I heard, I haven't seen Judy. But we love to reward people for comebacks. There's also a chance that two of the biggest comedians of the last 30 years could both be nominated for Oscars Eddie Murphy in Dolomite and Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. These people can act. It's time to stop the narrative of comedians can't act. Eddie Murphy is a really, really good actor. The same for Adam Sandler. They've been in movies before that were good. Again, Eddie Murphy in 48 Hours is really acting. Dreamgirls, he's really acting. Adam Sandler in movies like Punch Drunk Love is really acting. And I think it would be really cool to see two comedians finally get praise from the Oscars for being two of the very best entertainers. They're not the best actors on the planet, but they should be rewarded when they give two of the best performances of this year. I also think the fact that Rudy Ray Moore before he became Dolomite was also a musician probably helped relate to Eddie Murphy who tried to be a musician at one point but again it was critically panned. The last thing I'll say about Dolomite Is My Name is one of the best movies of the year. You should definitely see it. It's streaming on Netflix. Check out Dolomite is my name because it gives an all-time Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes performances. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week I put the spotlight on the films Smart, and Dolomite is my name. Next week I'm spotlighting the career of actor Mark Wahlberg and the movie The King. So tune into that and please Please rate, review, and subscribe.